now it's Just Plane Radio. Yeah. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. I can fly. Take me to the Brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. It's your lucky day. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. You got a plane. Call Just Plane Radio toll free now at 888-884-2FLY. And the sky's the limit. That's 888-884-2359. Sir? I'd like you to take the helm, please. I'd be glad to. Greg, your co-pilot, that's me along with Captain Dennis. We are your crew for Just Plane Radio, the show devoted to the aviation lifestyle and learning to fly. It is New Year's Day, and I know what that means. It means you're hungover, and that may be the case uh, even for Dennis and I. However, it is also uh, Just Plane Radio's 10-year anniversary. Oh, happy anniversary. Yeah. Happy anniversary. That's true. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Okay, we could go on forever for that and uh, but i think we ought to just kill it dennis and uh, i agree yeah but uh, it, it is a milestone we made it 10 years doing this goofy little radio show about aviation who'd have thunk it who'd have thunk that you still don't have your pilot's license oh, i knew you were later. gonna go right at the <laughs> jugular right at the uh, top there you know focus I, I gotta on the, keep it at the forefront 10 years now let's let's set that new year's resolution greg right. let's get that fixed for this the 10th year. year in a row that All resolution will an be airplane right that. so maybe we can borrow a cessna 150 from a uh, aviation organization and finish your license okay you've got the instructor right we just need the plane that's true uh, you know, and uh, that is my New Year's resolution once again for the 10th time. And uh, to help, uh, I don't know, inspire me or maybe he knows people. Uh, if anyone does, it will be this guy. Mark Baker from AOPA is with us on Just Plain Radio on this New Year's Day. Uh, Mark, welcome to Just Plain Radio. How are you? Well, Dennis, Greg, it's great to be here on New Year's Day celebrating uh I move into 2022, so thanks for having me on board. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, despite my personal issues, which we could go on for days, uh, I really don't want to dwell on that uh, negative. I, I want to dwell on the positive things we have to look forward to. And and I know you've had some interactions with Captain Dennis over the last week. I don't know if this is just like, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, Christmas magic that brought you two together, but I'm getting pictures and texts from Dennis like, hey, man, I'm down in the uh, I'm down in the He's with Mark Baker. Suck it, loser. You know, this kind of thing. What were you guys doing, Mark? <laughs> well, first off, I want to thank and, and congratulate you guys on your 10th anniversary. That's freaking cool. Well, thanks. You know, and, and uh, flying in Florida in the wintertime, which, you know, I've been flying in Florida for nearly 30, 40 years during the wintertime. And uh, you run into the greatest people from all over the country. And then there's and, Dennis. Yeah, Is that where you're going to go? Others. <laughs> 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 and uh, we, we we met at the No Name uh, Pub in uh, Marathon, Florida. Yeah, or Big Pine actually. Uh, they flew into Marathon, and I happened to have a, a little place on a on a on a air park here in the Keys. And I've uh, been a Florida resident on and off for th- three or four times. I've, I just you know my parents and grandparents had places here in in Central Florida, and I've been flying around, flying around Florida for like I said thirty forty years. And in the wintertime, you meet the nicest people, even. There you go. Exactly. Well, I mean, look at the bright side. It was just him. I could have been along for the ride. That would have made it much, much worse. But, uh, but yeah, you know, you're, you're celebrating Christmas in the Caribbean. I mean, uh, that's, 
or, or well in the Keys, I guess, in your case. Uh, we, we call it the uh, the U.S. Caribbean, but frankly, right. if, you've, if you've been around here, the Concrete Republic is uh, as close to the Bahamas and the, and the Caribbean as you can get, while still being, you know, more than 100 miles away from Walmart. Right. Well, that, that is so true, uh, right down there in Marathon, for sure. But yeah, for those folks listening up north and they're thinking, how can it be like Christmas or feel like the holidays when you're, you know, it's 80 degrees outside? And I'm like... Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, if you see all the pictures, you know, this is when we get to rub it in to all our northern friends. And you're with me on that, Mark, aren't you? Oh, for sure. I mean, yeah. some people say sunglasses like it's a bad thing, but I really like sunglasses. And so it's a, I, I grew up in Minnesota and have a place in Wisconsin t- today. Uh, but I, uh, this time of year, I find it a lot easier to go look at um, palm trees as pine trees. That's right. And they put lights on them just like they do up north. They do. They do. And it's, uh, you know, something kind of nice about not putting on four layers of clothes. True. Uh, or any clothes at all when you're down in the Keys. Yeah. It's it's definitely <laughs> optional, depending on which part of the Keys you're visiting. So uh, Dennis was down there. He flew his Mooney 201 with a neighbor at the air park. Is that right, Dennis? That's right. Uh, this is actually my first overwater flight with the Mooney since we got the new engine. I'm finally at a point where I'm like, you know what? Let's do it. And uh, we did a half hour overwater uh, to head into Marathon, and everything's was just perfect. It was a great excuse. Couldn't Couldn't have had a better lunch date. Okay. I, I don't know if, uh, you know, Mark Baker from AOP wanted to call it a date, but whatever. Well, that's you know fine. what I'm saying? We, <laughs> you need an excuse to go fly. Sure. You know, we don't have to find much of an excuse. And so getting lunch at the No Name Pub with Mark Baker from AOPA, that's pretty high up there on the list of things to get done. Well, uh, evidently, I, I'm not familiar with the No Name Pub. That's actually a real place right down there in uh, Marathon, though. Is that right, Mark? Well, it's just a little bit up from Marathon. You land at the Marathon Airport, and okay. it's a short 20-mile drive up to the no-name pub on Big Pine Key. Very famous. Been around there for 50, 60, 70 years. Okay. Well, I'll add it to the list for sure. It, it's your kind of place, Greg. They decorate yeah. the wall with dollar bills. They've got the stapled dollar bills that people mark up and things like that. So, you know, Wait it's, a minute, it's, again, it's, it's that Caribbean vibe. Was well, it like, like uh, by Robbie's Marina? It's not that place, is it? Uh, no, Mark, you know what? Yeah, um, Robbie's is up in Key West. Or okay. Island. Uh, okay. This gotcha. is uh, quite a bit short of that, but similar. All right. Fair enough. Well, you know, there's a few of those type of uh, establishments down throughout uh, the Keys uh, on US 1. Uh, yeah. If you're in a redneck here, you ain't, you ain't here. Okay. Fair enough. And uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm going to add that to the list. Next time Dennis has promised to swing up to Orlando and do kind of a scenic route down to the Keys, pick hmm. me up, right, Dennis? Yes, and this time we'll actually go diving. Things didn't work out to go get the lobsters with Mark, but we settled for lunch, and I think that was just as much fun. Well, you got one of those uh, fresh blackened fish sandwiches, I would assume. Is that right? Uh, no, actually, we, uh, I was convinced to get the pizza. It was supposed pizza? It's the best pizza. So I, okay. I took my neighbor's advice, and I went with that. And actually, it was very good. I love a, a, a garbage pizza as much as the next guy. And so getting my veggies on a pizza, that's not so bad. All right. Well, and so, But next time, we're going to get black and fish sandwich. Okay. That sounds like a plan. All right. So obviously, you guys got together. And uh, I, and I know Dennis was pretty happy to be able to just pick your brain a little bit. I, I assume you talked airplanes. And shared a few thoughts about your uh, aircraft that you currently have. Is that fair uh, to assume, Mark? Well, yes. And it turns out yeah. Dennis and I had met you know, up in Minnesota. I still have a place up in Minnesota and Wisconsin both. Um, so we've, we've uh, come across each other, but this is the first time we sat down for breaks and bread, if you will. And uh, we spent 99.9% of the time talking about our favorite subject, mm-hmm. It happens. Uh, you get two pilots together, you know, uh, the, the conversation is going to flow 
when it comes to aircraft. And, and of course, as soon as he got done, you know, uh, got back to his air park in Fort Myers, he calls me up. He says, okay, you know, Mark has like three airplanes and he had his uh, Grand Caravan. He has the plane that you want, Greg. Come on. Let's make it happen. You know, we got to do some more stuff like that. So you just go through it. What do you have exactly right now that you're flying? <laughs> well, I, I've had the opportunity and, and the good good blessings on a lot of airplanes. Right now, I own a, a caravan, which I actually originally bought from Jimmy Buffett to way in 2002 or three. I call it the Turbine Suburban. Hmm. It's on wheels this time of year and engines during the summertime. And wow. uh, I've been to Alaska, Hudson Bay, you know, bottom of the Caribbean. All over the place. It's just a very, very comfortable family cruiser, hunting, fishing, camping machine. Nice. Yeah, that that has been my ultimate aircraft since, well, 10 years ago. I think uh, within the first six months of doing Just Plain Radio, uh, Dennis will back me up here. I started uh, zeroing in on a, on a Grand Caravan, thinking like, this is the aircraft that Dennis and I need to get, or wh- whatever crew I put together, because we could do like, uh, you know, five or six divers, travel, uh, island hop throughout the Caribbean, and, and dive to our heart's content. Uh, have you done a little bit of that yourself, Mark, or what? Yeah, no, I've been all over the Bahamas with uh, with caravan and and uh, you know pack diving gear, camping gear, fishing gear. I mean, it just does everything. And then I've gone duck hunting up in the Northwest Territories wow. with my son and kids and son-in-laws, and and just got. I even used it for pheasant hunting in South Dakota this year and loaded it all up with the kids and dogs. And it is just like I said, the turban suburban. The turban suburban. I, I love that. Uh, it definitely has a ring to it. And uh, Dennis. Uh, I think it might be time to upgrade your Mooney to get one of those. Are you ready? I am, but I think I'd have to upgrade my hangar because I don't think it's going to fit in the house. <laughs> well, you, you can have an outside vehicle and an inside vehicle. Okay, that might machine. get past my wife then, as long go. as she can still park her car inside. All right. Hey, look, it's our 10-year anniversary. we got Mark Baker from AOPA. More with him next. Stay close. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. Whether you're a flight student, an experienced pilot, or simply an aviation enthusiast, there is a place for you as a member of the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association. Join AOPA to get the latest general aviation news, safety resources, and technical support you need to sharpen your skills and become a central part of the nation's vibrant general aviation community. Learn more about becoming a member at AOPA.org. That's AOPA.org. 
Do you have a message or product you need to share with the aviation world? Well, look no further than Just Plane Radio. Just like you, thousands of aviation enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to JustPlaneRadio.com. Send us an email and let us get to work to make your marketing message matter. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Happy New Year to you! Happy, 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 happy. This is Just Plain Radio. Greg, your co-pilot. That's me along with Captain Dennis. And uh, we have the uh, big kahuna from AOPA, Mark Baker, with us, helping us out on our 10-year anniversary show and uh, the first day of 2022. Hopefully, it'll be way better than the last one. <laughs> we can we can only hope, right, Mark? What do you think? Darn right. Darn yeah. right. But We're due. Off, happy New Year. Happy New Year to you guys. Exactly. Happy well, New Year to all the aviators out there. Well, we will uh, focus on the positive and, and only hope that it gets better. Uh, and we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, the news has been a little depressing uh, in, in that regard as far as, as, you know, what we can do, where we can go, and all that kind of thing. Thank God, you know, you have your own uh, airplane because that uh, definitely opens up the options to you, which seem to be, I don't know, they seem to be getting less and less right now, depending on, you know, uh, what news channel you watch. It's, it's a little bit uh, aggravating, but we will see. And we will go at the flow and make the best of it. So you got a, a caravan, and uh, and you and you fly all over the Caribbean. You you go hunting with the family. Eventually, you're going to pick up Dennis and I. We're going to go down to the Keys and uh, catch some lobster and stuff like that. You're up for something like that, right, Mark? No problem. Okay, okay. Happy see, to do, happy to do that. Happy okay. to do that. We, you know, we got it on tape, Dennis. You heard him. That, that's so. right. <laughs> hey, and I'm the one at the runway, so he can actually pick me up. No. Uh, well, I'm not fair. I'm not. I'm not far from uh, you know uh, Orlando executive. So once again, it'd just be a little scene of cop uh, up there this way, uh, Mark, for for all your travels. And uh, yeah, are you a diver too? By the way, or no? Well, I do more snorkeling than diving anymore because of. And when I do lobstering in the Bahamas, it, you're only allowed to do it as a free diver, not uh-huh, as, a, true. as a tank. And so I've kind of found that to be, frankly, it's a little easier. And uh, and, and their lobsters are plentiful, and you can pick up a fish or two. So yes, I've done both. But uh, if I have the choice right now, I really like free diving. Okay, well that works for me. Either way, uh, the lobster tastes the same, whether you catch them mm-hmm. diving or snorkeling or free there diving. You know. Yeah, but uh, but it's on the list, and uh, okay, so so you have that uh, aircraft that I think is be the ultimate travel companion, or the turbine suburban. It would no wait. What was it again? Yeah, the turbine suburban. The, okay, the, the, there we go. Yes, Cessna two hundred eight. Right, and, and uh, so you have that for your you know to cruise around with your family and friends and stuff, and then you got a fun little plane, a play plane too, or what? Oh, we got a couple. I've got a couple. I've been like I said, I'm addicted to. Aircraft ownership and and finally within these times and aviation's booming it actually feels kind of modestly smart but I have a uh, a one eighty five okay. uh, right now I have on wheels out in, in our place in Idaho yeah and I have a super cub that's on amphibs and wheels 
I have a um, a Baron for just I just love Barons. I love the sound of Barons, and I've had a lot of different. I mean, a lot more than a dozen different Barons wow. over the years. And uh, and right now I've got a project called a 1943 Widgeon, which uh, seems to like my wallet more than I do. <laughs> uh, but uh, that's uh, that's always the case in 1940s airplanes, which I've owned a few of. All right, so you have an entire fleet, which I you know uh, that's impressive, and you know you kind of expect that. You know, when he's the you know big cheese there at AOPA, he kind of. <laughs> Kind of goes with the territory, I assume. And uh, yeah, yeah, but you enjoy them all. It's just a personal love of aviation that kind of led you into this path, I assume, right? Yeah, no, well before I joined AOPA, I've, I, at that point in time, I'm probably over 80 aircraft before I joined the OPA in, in the 2013. I'll be my ninth anniversary and your 10th anniversary uh, as we speak. Wow. Well, there you go. See, we, we, uh, I, you can look at that as a, a bad thing or a good thing. And I, and I don't think it's. <laughs> That's something to even you know address at this point. So we'll just move on. But uh, it, it's good stuff, and I'm I'm glad you're uh, you were willing to join us uh, on the show today. I do got to tap your brain a little bit on on some of the stories and uh, things that AOPA is doing right now. Uh, one being the Avgas issue with them trying to eliminate it uh, at some airports across the country. And I know you guys are all over this, right? We are. You know, first off, we we all agree that. Everybody agrees that we want to move beyond even low lead gas, where we went from the 1930s, which was a very high lead content, to the 70s, which became a low lead content. We'd like to get to no lead content, but we need to do it safely that can do it with all the aircraft and engines built since the 1930s. As you guys know, the average airplane is now 45 or 46 years old. Mm -hmm. So we want to make sure we can protect the couple hundred thousand airplanes out there. So we agree. Let's move away from uh, low lead fuel to no lead fuel, but we need to do it safely, smartly. And there's been you know, forty million dollars of taxpayer money spent investigating how we can do this. I think we're getting really close. But we've seen a few airports, and namely in California, surprise, yeah. um, that uh, decided to use the, the low lead issue as a way to close the airport, or at least um, you know reduce its usage significantly. Um, and Redeal View being the, the poster child for that in San Jose. And the FAA, fortunately, has come out very strongly in the last five days with saying they'll use every legal option to say, hey, until we find a replacement, which we want to do, uh, you need to have availability of all fuels to support all aircraft. Because quick math, 75% of the airplanes, 70% of the airplanes can burn 94 Swift-type fuels, you know, no, no lead fuels. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the fuel that's used the most – uh, from most of the bigger engine airplanes because they travel more. 70% of the fuel usage is by the big engines, and they can't burn anything right now other than 100 dollars mm-hmm. So that is an issue, obviously, uh, from availability. But it just makes things unsafe if uh, you end oh. up eliminating this. And they're just, I mean, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago when this started uh, making the mainstream media news even. Uh, they're just using it as an excuse, like you said, to uh, shut down an airport that they've had an issue with for, I don't know, five, ten years now uh, on the mm-hmm. out there on the left coast. Is that a fair assumption? They're not being straight on this, is my point. Radio View has been under, been under pressure for 40 years, uh, which is part of the Bay Area, and it's a great general aviation airport. It's had a lot of flight training. A lot of people get the licenses there. They go on to work for whether the commercial airlines or whatever kind of um, role they play in aviation, but it's been an important reliever airport to the San Jose International, keeping smaller planes away from that. Mm-hmm. It's a critical airport, and yet the neighborhood wants to, you know, close it. And it's politics at its worst, yeah. and because there is not evidence of real 
issue around the lead contamination, although we agree it needs to go away, it really is about they found a guise to use to pressure commissioners to move away from this and so far you know the fa is pushing back we're pushing back everybody's pushing back because there is a real genuine safety concern if this thing gets misfueled in big engines the detonation could be real right yeah but but i mean the underlying you know uh, motivation seems to be more of a land grab than any issue with the real problem with uh, lead i mean that's what i read behind you know behind the scenes and, and you know it's just my opinion but uh, i don't know i think i'm right you want to back well, me up on that, opinion. or you would you prefer no, to say your opinion? Okay, no, fair. I like it. There I think you it's, go. It's it's not uh, judicious to put that safety concern over the other safety concern, which is misfueling could be a lot more abrupt. That's right. And, uh, you got you an know, argument? Just be straight with us. Come on, we're big yeah. kids here, so we can <laughs> exactly. deal. You know, deal with the real argument and making yeah. up a bunch of nonsense. But uh, you know, it's just how you got to play. Sometimes you got to play that political game, and uh, that's what AOPA does. They get out there on the front line and kind of keep some of those folks at bay and and uh, keep us educated as well. So, Mark, uh, thank you so much. Happy New Year to you. Thanks for being on Just Plain Radio, and we'll talk to you again real soon, my friend. Okay. Good luck to both of you. Congratulations on ten. There you go. And we got Thank more you, coming up on Just Plain Radio. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. You are now clear for takeoff with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. You remember the way the janitor was last New Year's? Oh, yeah. So happy is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot. That's me along with Captain Dennis. We're your crew on this New Year's Day and our 10-year anniversary to boot. Go figure. Now, it was kind of nice to kick off 2022 with the big cheese there at AOPA, Mark Baker. And, you know, Dennis spent some time with him this past uh, week down in the Keys. And uh, he actually just, uh, did you go to Taco Tuesday with him as well? Or he was talking about it or what, Dennis? 
What happened? Uh, we we kind of passed. I went to, to Arcadia Airport earlier in the day because I needed to get gas in the airplane while I was out flying. And it's 10 and cents Mark, cheaper on Taco yes, Tuesday. Well, yeah. Hey, and we pilots are all about saving, you know, 10 cents to spend mm-hmm. $100, right? Right. Uh, but Mark was going to be coming up from, Arca- or from the Keys to Arcadia for Taco Tuesday. So, you know, the Taco Tuesday thing has really got a reputation. When people are willing to hop in their caravan and fly from Marathon to come up for tacos, there's definitely something there at Arcadia. Well, it's really good tacos, because I'm guessing the 10 cents thing may not be as a big a draw for, for Mark. But I, I don't know. I mean, he has an entire fleet of planes. He has to keep fueled up. So, hey, every little bit helps. That's you know? true. That is true. All right. Well, uh, we have another guest to uh, help us on the show today. Scott's with us. Uh, Scott, welcome uh, to Just Plane Radio. You and Dennis have been flying around recently as well. Is that right? We, we did. Greg, it's good to see you again. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, we went we went flying uh, this week in, in the Mooney, and it was an awesome experience. And, and Greg, I've got to tell you, Dennis is a really good pilot. He is. Okay, so he's already greased your palm. I, I did with a twenty <laughs> or ten. Uh, a sign off. A sign off for the for the wings. That's what it. That's what it took. There you go. Now Scott <laughs> is uh, an aviation guy himself. Uh, Dennis, uh, I'll go ahead and let you give him the you know the proper title. Well, how would well, you like Scott to is actually it? the president and owner of Aerox, the aviation oxygen company. So if you need high altitude uh, supplies for your airplane so that you can cross the mountains or take advantage of your turbocharged airplane up in the flight level, Scott's the guy to go to to get those uh, cannulas and oxygen cylinders and anything that you would need to be safe in the high altitudes. Absolutely. And, and we, t- I, I don't know, we spoke a few months ago, I guess. I, I don't even, how long has it been since he, he since you've been on, Scott? Hadn't been that long. I think it was earlier this summer. We, yeah, uh, yeah it was on earlier this summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was Labor Day weekend because you were my first ever fly-in guest into the air park here. You came in with That's your 182 right. from the flying club. There you go. That's but right. You and I had met almost a year ago at Naples at the uh, Air Expo fly-in that they had down there, and you know, I, I couldn't help but notice that you were wearing a Mooney uh, sweatshirt. So, of course, you know, being kindred spirits, I had to introduce myself. One thing led to another, and turns out uh, you're interested in buying a Mooney for yourself, and I happen to have one. And so we we were plotting and scheming to go take you up for a flight, and then you listened to the show and heard the sad tales of woe about my engine last March. And so we had to put that on the back burner, but I made good on my promise. That's right. Despite hearing uh, the show, uh, you decided to interact more with Dennis. <laughs> so it, it, what, is right. that just because you are a fellow Mooniac now? Did you ever uh, get your Mooney or are you still working on no, it? No, I haven't, I haven't pulled the trigger on it yet. I'm still looking, you know, prices right now are a little higher than, than they were a year ago. So mm-hmm. I'm just being patient and, and, Looking for the right opportunity. Well, Dennis is talking about selling his Mooney 201 to get a Grand Caravan. I thought I heard that just in the last segment. You say that, and people will start calling me, because if they start hearing that a Mooney with a new engine's for sale, it's going to be like blood in the water, and the sharks are going to be circling. Yes, he's not selling it. He's getting another plane, a second aircraft. There we go. There There you go. All right. He's got to catch up to Mark Baker. But, uh, okay, so you're still on the hunt, but right now it's, it's a tough market to find uh, Mooney. But it's still on, on your list. It could be your, like, New Year's resolution this year, possibly. Is that It's, it's on the list. I have yeah. to get through my finance committee, who is uh, my wife. Right. And uh, 
And, you know, we, we bought Aerox about a year and a half ago. So I'm still investing in the company, too. So that, that comes first. Mm-hmm. There the, you the, go. The company come, comes first, and hopefully next year we'll be able to do something. Well, and, and uh, since we last spoke to you, I mean, has business been good? Has the uh, yeah. current economic vi- environment been uh, positive or, or a little rough sailing here the last yeah. few months? You know, the, 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 the business itself has been good. The messaging that we're doing on um, – you know, hypoxia and, and how serious it can be, even at altitudes as low as 8,000 feet, I think is is resonating with pilots and, and with the general aviation media. What's, uh, what's hurting us, like everybody, is supply chain, getting mm-hmm. cylinders and raw materials, everything from O-rings through machining to cylinders to shipping is uh, everything is it's just a struggle all the way around, but I've got a great team. We're managing through it, and you know we're we're really super optimistic about 2022. Good. Well, that's good. always good to hear. And, and yeah. uh, this past week, uh, you've been flying around with Dennis uh, in between his visits down to the Keys with Mark Baker, and and so Dennis, where have you guys been going? Where did you uh, you and Scott sync up? Well, our, our, he met me at the house here because, of yep. course, you know, it's a lot easier to just, you know, leave out of the air park instead of trying to go, you know, fly down to somewhere to pick him up. Mm-hmm. Um, but we wanted to go get breakfast. And, you know, we tried. I actually looked and double checked and the restaurant says it's open every day. But we get to Venice and the restaurant's closed. Of course. <laughs> so, of course. Uh, but, so Venice you know, Beach, uh, there what? Venice, just, yeah, just south of Sarasota, or just north Correct. of Sarasota. Yeah, and, and, and we noticed as we were coming in for a landing, there were several uh, dive boats out there, and like, oh, that's right, shark teeth diving that's here. It. Yes, yeah. So that's uh, going back up on my list of things to get done. So the cook um, was out there trying to find uh, shark teeth off the beach of Venice Beach, maybe or, or fresh catch for Wednesday. I don't know. Uh huh. Okay. Uh, so, the, but the but, breakfast place there at the uh, FBO of Venice Beach was. Was closed? Was closed, unfortunately. So we went to plan B because, you know, all good pilots have an alternate uh, on file. So we headed over to Sebring. But uh, when I looked at the map, I realized that Arcadia was directly underneath us on the way over there. And I'm like, hey, it's Taco Tuesday. Uh I think we need to go stop in and get gas because I bet they've already got the prices knocked down today for Taco Tuesday. So we swung into Arcadia before things got really hopping and busy. And uh, quick gassed up the plane, saved ten cents a gallon, and then uh, went over to Sebring and had a great little breakfast at the at their restaurant right on the field at Sebring. Well, there you go. I mean, did, they didn't have breakfast there at uh, Taco Tuesday. It'd be they like had uh, one, one you know, truck breakfast was there burritos. <laughs> well, the taco truck wasn't there yet. I did uh-huh. see that the uh, the barbecue truck was set up, but I really wasn't feeling barbecue for breakfast. Yeah, well, yeah. there's that. Yeah, you had your your mindset on breakfast. What time of the day are we talking? I mean, how late did it get? When well, you were in we Arcadia? we were in Arcadia at what about nine a.m. Yeah, about nine. Yeah. Okay. So I know you're just usually getting up about then. But well, yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> that I don't get up till the sun gets warm, and that's usually about eleven, twelve o'clock in the afternoon. No, yeah, you know. Anyway, so yeah, and and the, and the other reason was we I hadn't logged enough time in the Moody yet, so I figured we needed to go somewhere else to get some more time flying the flying the two hundred one. Right. Oh yeah. So the breakfast uh, place there at Sebring, uh, you give it two uh, two wings up or what? Oh, definitely. Yep. Yeah. So it's just a little uh, breakfast nook kind of place, a little diner or what? It's a little diner right off the main terminal. But one of the things I like about the Sebring facility is they have an outdoor patio as well. So you can go and sit inside the restaurant or if it's a nice morning like we had, you can sit outside, enjoy the fresh air right on the ramp, right in front of all the parked airplanes and uh, really enjoy aviation at its uh, 
you know, at, it, right in front of you. Sure. You know, we saw what uh, Piper Sport coming in. We saw a Tri-Pacer out flying around. You know, it's just kind of nice to be coop. right there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yep. what do you think? Was it busier or less busy this uh, week being, you know, between Christmas and New Year's? Um, I think it was quite busy because we were watching ADSB on the iPad uh, quite aggressively <laughs> as yeah. we were maneuvering around the coast of Venice. I think we had to, you know, make a a couple of ninety degree turns uh, there to avoid crossing traffic and stuff like that. There was a lot of planes out. Well, I would expect that you know this would be a very busy season to be out there. People have a little extra time off work, possibly. And uh, take advantage of that free time to get up in their aircraft. All right, we got more coming up on the 10-year anniversary and New Year's Day edition of Just Plain Radio. Stay close. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Takeoff with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Should old acquaintance be forgot and never brought to mind? We'll drink a cup of kindness yet for days of old lang syne. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot. That's me along with Captain Dennis and our buddy Scott Ashton. And uh, he has uh, been flying around with Dennis uh, this holiday week, taking advantage of the uh, time off work and uh, making the most of it up in the air, uh, as you should on the first day of the year. You know, that's a great way to kick off 2022. I can't think of a better way than uh, doing just that. All right, so, uh, Dennis, you guys went and had breakfast in Sebring. And then uh, from then, you know, from having a nice little breakfast, uh, were you guys uh, doing some more stops along the way back to your home port in Fort Myers or what? Well, we got, what, uh, hit four different airports along the way and just over two hours of flight time. And I even traded uh, seats with the Scott as we left uh, Arcadia. I let him take the pilot seat in the Mooney. I figured he, he'd already could land it from the right seat as we came in. And I was like, all right. I, I think he's going to do just fine. And I offered him the pilot seat and he didn't say no. So there you go. Uh, so uh, was that the, over to Sebring? Was that the plan from the beginning or just something as uh, you guys went along like, Hey, you want to take the, take control? He, or didn't what? Know it, he didn't know it was the plan, but that was my plan. All uh-huh. along. Okay. I figured, you know, he wants a Mooney and you know, what better way to get, you know, see if this is something that you really like. Cause I mean, being able to sit in the pilot seat, and making sure that everything fits you and that you know the leg is leg room is okay and everything like that. Right. You know, that's that's huge when you get a chance to try that out before you commit to an airplane. Sure. So how how was it, Scott? Was that I mean, it was that wasn't your first time flying in Boeing, was it? No, no, it was it right. wasn't, but I it may have been my first time in the left seat, but boy, I'll tell you, it was it was a lot of fun. It was a just a, a great airplane. And, you know, I've been listening to Dennis, uh, you know, with, with putting the new engine in and man, that thing just ran as smooth as could be fired yeah. right up on the, on the first, on the first uh, stroke of the cylinder. And, uh, it, it was, it was, I was very grateful. It was a great, great flight. Yeah. So it definitely helped, uh, expedite the process of you, uh, pursuing 
one of these yeah, for yourself Yeah, like any good someday. pilot, I've been spending a lot of time on controller.com. So, so I was on it last night again. Yeah. And just yeah. what, practicing approaches and things or what? No, looking for used ones for sale. Oh, oh, that's okay. I thought I was thinking that was a sim, but no. Okay. No. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's it's tra- like trade a plane. It's used aircraft for sale. Well, what, what are they going for? I mean, if you found the the Mooney that you you know think would work for you, what do you what what is it averaging about right now? Well, the, well, the one that we found with the decent paint, new interior, and and brand new avionics from soup to nuts was yeah. what one eighty. So yeah. they go somewhere between anywhere between 100 and 180, depending on, you know, like Dennis said, engine time and avionics, paint, interior, and and year. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, when Dennis got his, he didn't pay quite that much. No. No, not even close. But <laughs> no, of course, I, I admit I stole it, and I'm proud of that. But I've also <laughs> invested a lot into that airplane because it didn't have the avionics. It didn't have the you know the engine at the time. We didn't know, but right, right. You know, yeah, now it's that. getting up closer to the numbers that Scott's throwing around. Exactly. So, I was yeah. going to say he didn't. You know, there was that whole engine replacement issue. He had to kind of navigate through. Uh, but you know, it's worked out. Still, with all that, you've still come out ahead of the game. Right. I, I yes, I have. Yeah. And the other advantage is, you know, I know the history and lineage of everything in from the firewall forward now, and I'm not inheriting somebody else's decisions. And so I'm I'm pretty confident in this airplane for the long haul. There you go. All right. And, and so, how did he perform as a uh, pilot in command when you gave him the controls, there, Dennis? Well, um, I didn't have any concerns. Uh, I just let him fly the plane, and he was very stable. And I actually let him do the landing into Sebring. And it, when we touched down, it was butter smooth. And yep. he says, well, looks like you can teach anybody to land a Mooney. <laughs> so, well, he hadn't taught me you know, yet, uh, Scott, so don't ju- jump the gun just yet. <laughs> but you greased it. Did you feel you greased it when, it, when, it, uh, when that happened? I, I was pretty pleased with the landing. Good. That's always a good... And, and you should be, because uh, it takes a long time to get to that point, and you got it on the first landing. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, the difference between your Mooney and, like, a Cessna, a high wing versus low wing, I mean, uh, they the, the Moonies have a tendency to kind of float a little bit more, don't they? Well, they do if you don't fly them properly. Ah, okay. You know, a Cessna, you can get away with coming in fast, carrying an extra 10 knots for mom and the kids and things like that, you know, and, and it doesn't really matter. It just kind of lands and plops down. Mm-hmm. With the Mooney, if you carry 10 extra knots, you're going, you know, halfway down the runway. So if you fly the way that I, you know, have taught people to fly and you come in over the fence at no more than 70 knots, that airplane will come into a perfect flare and just grease the wheels onto the runway and hold that nose off if you try to come over the fence at 85 god help you <laughs> hmm. you're gonna float down the runway and oh you're gonna be... bounce the nose you're gonna it's gonna be a bad day hmm. it, honestly yeah so it really does make a big difference and so scott was able to you know being able to maintain the airspeed on final and, and things like that that's the sign of a good pilot mm-hmm. you know airspeed control and, and keeping it there there you go and, and so you guys uh you know bounce back over to your home airport and and then that was it, or what? What else did you do, or make plans for yeah. another flight? Oh, I'm sure we're going to go do this again, and think we're going to have to go grab some of your oxygen bottles and some uh, pulse oximeters and go go take it up high and and take some pictures and show the difference, show what it looks like at eight thousand feet, and then put it on oxygen. And I think it'd be good good to do. I think we'll uh, put a video of that up on our website as well. Well, it'd be good to just see how you feel. 
wouldn't it? Exactly. Yeah. So you're going to uh, install that in the aircraft. Well, the, your systems, a lot of the systems are portable, right, Scott? Yeah, they're, por- they're portable. Yep. Yeah. They're easy to use and portable and fit right behind the seat. And, um, so we can take one, take one with us or take a couple and try out a different, a couple different styles of uh, cannulas and, yeah. and uh, run, run that engine up at altitude a little bit. Let her run. Well, you know uh, what? Michael Jackson used to, you know, he used to inhale oxygen. Yeah, that make oxygen feel tent thing, right? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, start the flight, take a picture before and after, see if uh, Dennis looks younger or, you know. <laughs> or, well, it depends. Or if you're flying with me, I'll probably be more haggard. Well, uh, that's what I'm saying. You can take every advantage you can get, and that yeah. might be one, one uh, for it. So uh, you guys had a fun little outing. Did you make plans for another flight to do some more stuff in the future, or are you going to have to wait till the next holiday, Dennis? Oh no, we'll we'll probably knock something on the next couple of weeks, I'm sure. But you know, um, also we're going to have to talk to Scott a little bit too about what he's doing down in Naples. Uh, he he's got a new role now uh, with the Experimental Aircraft Association in their chapter down in Naples. What's that all so about, think- Scott? What are you doing? I uh, just became president of our EAA 1067 chapter in uh, in Naples, which is a uh, Gold Star chapter. And, uh, it's actually, it's, it's a, it's a surprisingly large chapter with a lot of activity and a lot of builds going on and, and light sport, uh, you know, there's a lot of, just a lot of aviation going on down in Southwest Florida. So I, nice. I become president January 1st and, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it and already, you know, assuming some responsibilities. So, well, there you go. Uh, I, gotta, well, I would assume, do you guys have like pancake breakfast, like once a month kind of thing or how, yeah, how we often? We actually don't do the pancake breakfasts uh, just because we have so many snowbirds. It's hard to get into a rhythm with, uh, with the pancake breakfasts, but we do a lot of young Eagle stuff. So we do young Eagle flights once a month uh, okay. with a, with a bunch of us. And actually I did, did my first young Eagles flight uh, uh, two weeks ago. And uh, it was a, just a great experience taking these young kids up and, and you know, gi- giving them some exposure to aviation and sure. letting, letting them fly a little bit. And we've got a youth build program through the Naples Youth Aviation Project, uh, and they're building a sling. And uh, I was just over there at lunchtime today, and they put the wings on the airplane today. So their, their home built that they've been working on actually looks like an airplane, and they're doing an awesome job. Yeah. Well, why don't you commission another one uh, for them to build? And let let the kids put one together. You kind of manage the whole thing, and and then you can uh, hand it over to me. Well, actually, they we're going to ha- hand the airplane over to the kids, and hopefully, let them fly it for uh, for a couple of years while they're while another group of kids is building a another airplane. So this will hopefully be a self sustaining program now going forward, uh, with some support from uh, from the EAA members, and other benefactors, and and yeah. it's a great thing, you know, watching these kids. Well, look, I'm kind of a big kid. You know? Well, they have a different program for you, Greg. It's called the Bald Eagles. Okay. Thanks for that, Dennis. <laughs> You're Son welcome. Of a- oh, All right. Well, uh, that'll do it for the first big show of 2022. Till next time, remember, there is no better high than learning to fly. Just Plain Radio is brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. I say we take off and nuke the entire site from Morbid. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. It's the only way to be sure. Just Plain Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. But just plain wrong. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at JustPlaneRadio.com. I'm going to leave my people up to the radio tower. So tell a friend and take off every week with Just Plain Radio. And I'm going to make a call. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Bye, 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 bye.
Listen up, everybody. I have some news. The opinions you just heard on Just Plain Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. We are screwed. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. A little too far. Cross the line. There are many factors to consider before learning to fly. What is your problem? So make sure you do your own research and get the proper instruction before your exploration into aviation. Thank you very much, sir. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at JustPlainRadio.com.